Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Truth. 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 Truth is an acronym for true revelations uncovered through heroism. Heroism. We don't know if it's true or false. It was that good AIDS, <laughs> that Dallas Buyers Club AIDS that you're talking about. <laughs> Instead, I have this AIDS that just makes me nonstop sick. None of the weight loss. <laughs> you have that. Uh, you have that rich man's AIDS. <laughs> I do. The one that never kills you. It just right. stays with you forever. I'm just old, fat, and lazy. <laughs> uh, hey, welcome to the Truthcast. I'm Mike Bobbitt, and uh, I'm with Alex Bozanovic. Hey, Alex, how are you doing? Hey, Mike, I'm good. For months, we've had our identity stolen by two crackpots, Thomas Luge and Dickie Ricketts, and they're in jail. Yeah. We're stepping in. Yeah. And we kind of know each other through the mutual you know, hardship of having people mistake us for them. And we've kind of gotten to be friends. I'm, I'm going to say we're friends. Yeah. Over- I mean, we talk sometimes. Yeah. We decided let's do a podcast together. You already have a comedy podcast. That's bullshit, right? Yeah. Yeah, sure. It's it's a, po- it's a <laughs> it's, podcast. It's a comedy podcast. <laughs> it's it's a podcast right. where we talk into microphones and record it every week. Yeah. I've resisted the desire to do podcasts forever uh they're really horrible well i have satellite radio in my new car now and there's like the vivid radio station and i discovered the only thing i hate more than listening to comedians talk about their craft is listening to porno people talk about <laughs> theirs. <laughs> it's so terrible i figured well let's try to hack dickie's email since he hacked mine how hard can that be uh it turns out his password was hot tommy so uh we've taken over the Truthcast account and we're just going to do our own version of this. Yeah, we're we're going to make this show good is what we're going to do. And full disclosure up front, I don't know a whole lot about this world, but you do have more of an interest in it. Like you like Joe Rogan and all that stuff. I mean, let's be fair. I If the guest is interesting to me, I'll listen to Joe Rogan. I'm oh, not okay. listening to Joe Rogan all the time. So we don't really, from the get-go, have a big pool of people to draw from. But there is a local comedian who has mistaken us very insultingly. Like he came up to me talking to me like I was Dickie Ricketts. He's lucky he's here right now, really. <laughs> yeah. So we figured we would just start with people that we knew. So uh, we have with us uh, Stephen Devinney. Stephen, how are you? I'm good, man. I, I'm good. This actually <laughs> feels a bit like the shitty version of the Truthcast where Dickie talks too much. <laughs> You're like, you really are the Thomas Luge. Yeah. I, I, I mean, that's pretty offensive because like we're trying to get away from the idea that we are those people. So I don't know why you would suddenly compare us to 
them. But because I'm one of those like needy old timers that just needs validation <laughs> or a microphone in my hand. Apparently, I, I don't know. I have a brand new baby at home, Alex. Forgive me. I don't have a lot of focus or need to have a microphone. All right, and I'm sure you haven't left the house in a long time too. God, I haven't. <laughs> I really haven't. Thank you so much, both of you, for doing this. I need it out. This is the escape to get out, huh? This is <laughs> yes. the, all right. You asked me, Stephen, if I had ever gone to a MUFON meeting, mm-hmm. and then I promptly went to Alex and said, hey, Alex, what the fuck's a MUFON meeting? <laughs> and is Stephen hitting on me? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes and no. Um, no, uh, MUFON, that's, well, it's, it's um, is it Michigan or Michigan Mid- UFO it's Network? Michigan UFO yeah. Network, okay. okay. I didn't know if it was Michigan or Midwest. I, 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 I think couldn't. it's, I think it's, might even be something, it's, it can be Michigan, and I think it's like Mutual UFO Network. Oh, okay. Or some, some other fucking M word. To where it's like all inclusive, but uh, yeah, um, the, you can call it a Michigan UFO network. Okay. So when you went to these meetings, you paid a lot of attention. It sounds like. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I actually I did because it was that interesting. I'm trying to approach this with an open mind. Do you have like a UFO like firsthand experience, or are you just interested in the? Oh okay. uh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. That was the whole thing. That was what um, what sparked it. Uh, I was at the library, and as I was exiting, I seen the sign uh, for the MUFON meeting. I was like, Oh, I thought. DVD, they had a copy of Fire in the Sky. <laughs> <laughs> he went. Oh, there's just a bunch of foreign people there, a bunch of aliens and shit. <laughs> oh, so um, so yeah, that's what I was like. Okay, well, I've I've got to go and see what happens with this meeting because you know. I have my story, and every time I go to tell it, nobody has any interest at all, like zero. In fact, people just kind of like look at me like you're fucking lying, and it's, it kind of fucking bums me out. So I was like, all right, I want to go and check this out because it's you know now I'm really stoked on it, especially because it's at the Warren Civic Library uh, conference room. Is this like a regular? No, ongo- not, oh, okay. not at all. So it, they just happen to get put up there. So and it hasn't happened as far as I know since. So I, that was the only move I mean that took place there. Other ones I've been to are different places. Would you share your story? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, about, uh, I don't know, 12, 13 years ago, I used to build crypts. Uh, like tombs, mausoleums, and stuff. I just want to cut you off from the <laughs> beginning and let you know that <laughs> opening with that is going to make anyone else listen go like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> so, wait, I thought we were talking about aliens, not lizards. What are yeah. we? People are either like listening closer or have gone on to the next podcast. <laughs> well, uh, so I lived in Lansing, and okay. I met up with this guy, and he was he, he traveled all over the country working on mausoleums, and I was like, "Okay, well, I'm new to the area. I don't even have a job." Like real ones. Or like yeah. Replicable. Oh, no, okay. no graveyards. You know. Okay. Um. So, so we went out and we started working all over the place, and um, we ended up in Brownsville, Texas. Okay. And another weird story is, uh, like when we were working on one of the mausoleums, I went to go grab us some some drinks, and I looked in the rearview mirror, and there was a like a, a wild cat stalking him through the graveyard. And I'd like call him and like, dude, you better run up the scaffolding right now because there's like this wild. I don't know if it's a, li- a lynx or a bobcat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, no. That, that was just one of those illegals that Trump's building the wall for. <laughs> yeah, their eyes, their eyes suit. glow at night. I don't know. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, we're building tombstones or tombs all over uh, the place, and we stopped in Brownsville, Texas. So what happened with this wildcat? 
I have no idea. He, I, he's like, oh, okay, cool. And then I was driving, and then I went over the hill. <laughs> like, I have no idea. I was just looking in the river. Is it like an area that was known to have? I have no idea. I have no clue. I've never been to Metamorris, Texas. I had never even been to Texas before. And this is, or no, that was Meta. It's right on the, Brownsville, Texas is right on the border. I mean, right on the border of Metamorris, Mexico, where all the cartels and Satanism uh, goes on over there with so all the murders and stuff. Cabra. It could have been the Chupacabra. <laughs> That's right. Um, Oh man, okay. <laughs> so um, we finished our job. I came back. We we packed up, finished the job, and we went back to our uh, workers men, worker men's hotel, which was like a um, place where you get like a hot plate and a, a roof over your head. And so I was on the phone it with my mom. Sounds like the title of a porno. Alex would jerk off to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did come home one night from shopping in Mexico and found my uh, my worker companion uh, passed out naked on the floor. Of the apartment, so it was a porno that <laughs> I would jerk off to. Na- completely nude for, for for no reason. Except was he for- a larger, burly, older man? Mm-hmm. No, he was like oh. this jock guy. Okay, well then the story's not. Turning. Okay, yeah, no, this is <laughs> yeah. this just took a turn. Yeah. I- <laughs> so um, I was outside on the phone with my mom, uh, and it was my birthday. It was October twenty seventh, and I was talking to her, and all of a sudden I looked up and I seen these five hazy green globes that were hovering and it looked like you could have reached up maybe if, if you were like i don't know you could have like they were not very far up mm-hmm. from you know okay. in the sky they were just like hovering there like maybe a couple hundred feet or something mm-hmm. and um i looked up and i and i seen them they're all traveling at the same speed and the same straight line and as i looked down I think I put my cigarette on the ground. I looked up again. I didn't even say nothing to my mom when I was on the phone. Cause it, you know, and all of a sudden I looked up again and boom, they were gone. So hmm. I immediately turned around and there they were. Oh, now like beaming, like, hmm. and they all, they all, uh, took off to Mexico. <laughs> hmm. huh. Yeah. In the direction of Matamoros and the direction of the, uh, the border right there. So that was, was there like anything reported in the news? Like, you know how like nowadays, yeah, no, know, there wasn't they do stuff like, Hey, if anyone saw strange lights over, you know, whatever it was, uh, you know, I remember at that time we didn't really, we didn't have smartphones, but I remember him having his laptop. And so mm. I told him, I'm like, Hey, look up and see. Cause I was wondering the same thing and he couldn't right. find anything, whether hmm. he huh. knew what he was even doing or not with the computer. I have no idea, but uh, he was like, I don't, I don't see anything. Mm. So, hmm. but, uh, yeah. And I am still to this day, I have no idea what it was, but there was some something in, uh, I believe it was Mesa, Arizona, a week ago, like really close mm-hmm. to now. Um, and someone seen the exact same shit. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah the- I just, I was, I uh, looked it up and it, it was weird because it, after we were talking about doing the show, it kind of just like popped up. Yeah. The, on my the, the orbs are kind of like a, they're, they're like a common thing in like the UFO community. As far as I see, I, I've seen a few stories of people talking about seeing the floating glowing orbs. Yeah. 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 For sure. Like when you went to the MUFON meeting, mm-hmm. did anybody else have any kind of like similar experience uh or? no they were all way cooler than mine like there was <laughs> like people with you know contact and then, and then there was people with pictures they were up there drawing and then there was other people with just like uh way more far out stories than mine mine mm. seemed super basic i kind of almost wish i never even said anything in front of them <laughs> here's the thing that kind of gets me because i am skeptical but it's like when the people have the really fantastic stories that's what makes me go like all right yeah you're 
interesting. But when you have like kind of a basic story of, yeah, I saw these three hazy objects in the sky and then I looked down and looked back, they were gone. But then I looked over my shoulder and then they were, you know, over there. The fact that it's not that fantastic of a story is what makes me go like, huh? You know, because you would yeah. think if someone was going to make something up, they'd be like, and I felt, you know, this blistering heat. Yeah. And I felt my asshole gape open, like, you know, something. You something can't get that- off the name of the hotel, King. <laughs> I mean, I'm just stuck there. I don't. Do you have any experiences? Like, think you've seen anything or anything? No, like really. That? I mean, I've seen weird things, but I can't say they were like something like that. Like, I remember one time there was a thunderstorm and it was just like really just raining really hard. And I was just kind of like looking out my front window and um, the house across the street, the light went on in the attic and the shade was down and there was like a silhouette of something coming through the shade and the silhouette literally looked like a gray alien and as like a seven-year-old seeing this it like freaked me out but like i have no confirmation that it wasn't like it was probably just a person that was standing kind of far away from the shade you know but like literally the the silhouette literally looked like a tall gray alien Hmm. (laughs) yeah and that the gray alien's pretty popular one yeah you know that he's seen seen around a lot of everyone's always describing uh, the aliens as that color. This is the thing that gets me too is when they declassify information. The government declassified recently the fact that they did have like this hugely expensive budget, you know, for investigating unidentified flying objects in the true sense of it's an object, it's flying and it's unidentifiable. And it just kind of makes you think, well, if they're going to spend that much money on something then there has to be some sort of reason there you can't just like i couldn't go to my job and say hey i want to have like a sunday bar (laughs) like i'd have to justify (laughs) wanting to spend that money so someone would have to justify spending hey i want to spend millions of dollars to investigate these freaky things that we're witnessing well but are they are they investigating or is it just stuff that they just like kind of bump into because it feels like it's just stuff that they kind of bump into that they just don't want people to know about and now all of a sudden they're letting it out maybe like the because the video (laughs) well because the video you you know so much more than i do i feel like put myself in a dumb dumb hole (laughs) you're you're overthinking this mike uh what i'm saying is like the those pilots in that video that was recently declassified it they weren't in the sky looking for UFOs. Right, they were but I think the commission the was to investigate stuff like those pilots' accounts. And oh, stuff right. Like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking about the actual like oh, yeah, filming no, of like the, the actual. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they really like seek out to. I think you're you're more right, Alex. I think they just kind of like they they stumble into the shit and then they go and investigate if it's you know worthwhile because you can actually go to the uh, MUFON site and just report, hey, this is I just this is a finding of mine. Now, yeah. what are we going to do about it? That's kind of scary though. Because, like, I, like, I don't want to doubt anybody's story, but, like, I could literally go on there right now and just be like, hey, I just had an experience, you know? Yeah, and what do you do about, like, like how trolls? Like, yeah, like, what, uh, what, what is there a process to, like, screen some of this stuff? Like, yeah, I don't know how, how well they vet the people. I think, honestly, the, the more outlandish and crazy is it just it's the sensationalism of it. I think they, they enjoy more than it, it actually, yeah. like, finding any truth yeah, yeah. in it. So, <laughs> uh, now I kind of want to do a podcast that we just read. <laughs> oh, man. 
And um, <laughs> the MUFON. <laughs> I uh, I attended another MUFON meeting in uh, Flint, and uh, I it was it was crazy because I told this story to a bunch of people, and they were like, "Oh my god, this is amazing! I'm with you. I'm going down there." And as soon as it came down to like actually going, they're like, "Oh, uh, everyone found something else to do," <laughs> and you know. So I went to this one, which was uh, above a Bavarian chicken restaurant in the attic. Well, I think I did comedy there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh because we were i just remember drinking a lot of water and then there was uh they were showing all of these uh, uh people that were taking shots at the aliens with guns and stuff and they showed kind of like, like how they were shooting at the uh, hurricanes yeah <laughs> it was about it was on par with that and they were showed any of these people randy quaid <laughs> <laughs> uh no but there was some some real interesting people that came there and um so they were showing this these soldiers in Iraq that were using these anti-aircraft guns. Oh, really? So when you're saying people shooting at guns, you're not talking about like... You know. I'm talking about locals, too. Oh, okay. so, yeah. <laughs> The full gamut. That's yeah. what we're talking about. I want to stop dipping into this one, but I was going to say, like, military, not just burly guys. Alex would be yeah. No, no, the, the, just uh, everybody. And apparently this has become a problem. We were so. talking about military, not militia. Okay, that's what we're talking about. Alex, if you were at the bathhouse and you saw some, like, guy who was like, you're dreamboat like looked just like Quaker Oats Wilfred Brimley but he had like a confederate flag tramp stamp would you still be in yeah I mean I'm not trying to marry this guy I'm like we're just gonna have some fun (laughs) (laughs) I just picture the Verner's man undressing (laughs) oh man he has the stamp on him oh so uh, so yeah so getting back to this so um, they're showing all these people taking you know the law to their own hands. Like, I I don't even know if that's the right word for that, but this guy made it a point to stop the film because it was this was a slideshow that we were watching and he made it a point to stop it and was like look I want to make sure that everyone here understands this is a very very bad idea to start shooting at the aliens and there was people that were straight up in like no I don't <laughs> if they come out by my property like, I'm, I mean, I'm drawing you, on them. like didn't these people see cowboys and aliens I, I mean know. like come on I don't think it's because they take it so seriously they think like shows like that or like it, it real, I'm sure they get like super infuriated by him because I, I was like asking some asinine questions yeah. and I was no one was you know laughing or smirking or they were very like kind of like so when you go to these meetings do you encounter a lot of people that are sort of like in the camp of as you where it's like you've had your personal experience but you also have a sense of humor about the whole thing and the culture but Mm -hmm. that doesn't take away from what you've personally experienced Uh, or do you think most of the people are there was a few juggalos there which I'm guessing were probably like okay they were the weirdest ones in the group yeah Yeah, Everyone so else, you think, pretty... like the group was being like trolled as well. Mm, no, I think Juggalos are just likely to believe in this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking magnets confuse them. <laughs> it's really, really, really hard to read. Show one of them a helicopter. <laughs> um, when I, I, I think you guys. Uh, remember the bit I did on it, which was just a, a true story about the first meeting that I was at. It, it, it's so hard to tell what is going on and who's there for what because, uh, like, uh, there was a black guy at the back of the room 
and he was like, "How come none of the aliens are black?" And that created because well, like, they're gray. Like, <laughs> no, no, they're they're green, according <laughs> to the guy who was front row, because he he yelled because everyone was like, "Yeah, oh, that is a good question, it's a valid question." And then the guy up front, who clearly was a white guy, telling his voice, and he's like, "Because they're green, they're always green." <laughs> and everyone else was like, "Yeah, yeah, he's also got a point too." <laughs> and then the director of it was like, "Look, before we get into like a race debate, we we really need to." <laughs> <laughs> we really need to make contact here. The race, uh, the great race wars of Sarnak. <laughs> was, uh, everyone there, there was no laughter about this. Everyone, I was like, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> and everyone else was just like, yeah, he is really right. You know, we really like, let's not get out of hand here. <laughs> let's, let's keep to the, let's keep to the fact of this. It was, it was staggeringly insane. <laughs> Out of everything that, falls under this umbrella of this podcast. I think aliens are the thing that I I almost think it's stupid to not believe. Yeah. So it's the thing that I probably know the most about, which <laughs> means that you know, I've skimmed a Wikipedia article <laughs> or two, but I think they're supposed to be like quote unquote experts are saying they're supposed to be like 26 species of aliens that humans have made contact with wow so i assume they're more than green and gray and i would hope so i would like a variety you know i was just if it's just all the same green guy you know i've heard um people talk about the grays uh, um and how they are actually just us from the future huh oh okay like they are just our evolved selves coming back that's kind of cool yeah um, I don't know what the purpose of them coming back would be, but like that's one one aspect of it that I've heard. To prep for this, because I wanted to try to roast uh, Thomas Luge a little bit, uh, the Conspiracy <laughs> Theory podcast. I think very little about those two, so <laughs> I... I was listening to an episode about remote viewing, and mm. one of the remote viewing exercises they did was to see if uh, instead of just giving people coordinates on a map of Earth, if they could see beyond Earth. I guess one of the accounts was someone uh, saw themselves in front of pyramids with tall, sort of like gray alien species, mm. and there was like a feeling of distress, like this was the end times, and that they had to port their bodies to Earth. And maybe that ties into it that, mm. you know, Mars is extinct and uh, somehow the uh, beings that were there are here. No. Yeah. God, I hope we find some really cool shit within our lifetimes. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. That it'll, be it'll be it'll be hidden. We'll never see it. Yeah. That's, that's I'm, I'm sure the, they I'm sure they already have found things. OK, I hope they release some information yeah did they ever do that storming area 51 thing did that ever happen <laughs> i don't i don't know i honestly i kind of stopped following that yeah I it just kind of like disappeared people yeah. i thought it was like twenty five thousand people were signed up to go and do this <laughs> much like a comedy show only like 10 yeah. of them showed up <laughs> right when people click interested <laughs> yeah, right. Facebook invite. it's just a nice way of saying probably not gonna be there yeah. probably not gonna be <laughs> there to you probably not gonna be there but go for it champ yeah man I really wish that would have went down. At least then, <laughs> you know, maybe it would have been forced to expose something. Yeah. Because you, know? you got to. Uh, so why are they keeping the 51 secret? You know, is that what is that where Luge and uh, well, Ricketts are? Area 51. Hmm. They're in prison. Yeah, they <laughs> are. They are doing a hard time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stealing our identity is, is so low down the list of things <laughs> that they did wrong. They didn't even mention it during their case. <laughs> wow. Identity theft is so unimportant with the crimes that they've committed. Yeah. Is there a GoFundMe set up for them yet? Or? 
I will start a counter GoFundMe <laughs> to not raise money for Thomas and Dickie. <laughs> Here's my theory on Area 51. I think Alex is right, and we already know stuff, and we probably have crash vessel or something, but I think it's someplace so secretive that we don't even know about it. You know, I think Area 51 is probably just one of those things where they test top secret. Yeah. Well, they, they talk about it in that, um, uh, the documentary, uh, uh, what's his face's documentary. The one he said he worked in Area 51. I was going to say the movie Paul. <laughs> with Seth Rogen. I think he's the one that uh, Fire in the Sky is based on. Oh, okay. Uh, what's his? God damn it. Well, I can never is that remember. the guy who was kidnapped from the woods? Is that the Fire no. in the Sky one? Oh, what's yeah. The document. I, I thought it was the guy who owned um, car dealerships in Michigan. <laughs> But it, John, uh, John Snethkamp <laughs> Seth can't shove her wife Brought to you by Buff Whalen <laughs> Dick Scott <laughs> Paul Lunghammer I don't God Bob Richie Callaway yeah, I, I was just gonna say Kid Rock's dad <laughs> Oh man Bob Lazar Bob Lazar That's what I was trying is to think Bob, of Is there a, That is a dealership Yeah that is a dealership Isn't it <laughs> <laughs> Thank you Stephen Yeah I think that's in like Saint Shorts, Isn't there like a Bob Lazar <laughs> Chevrolet or, or Kia Kia Metro yeah. Bob Lazar? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Bob Lazar was a scientist that worked at uh, Area Fifty One, and basically the government like ruined his life because of it, because of like what he took away from there. They think he has this element that is very rare, and that it is not actually from Earth, like hmm. it's from space. It supposedly is an element that helps in the the the, the creation of anti-gravity oh and then that's how these spaceships operate and move through the sky so quickly oh that's cool and um and so like they claim that he has it he claims that he doesn't and i think that they just claim that he has it so they can just continue to harass him oh Um, but he the reason why i thought of him is because you were saying area 51 and all the secrets and everything but like area 51 actually isn't that secretive um there's a there's a place near it and i forget the name of it but that's actually where Bob Lazar okay. worked and so you go to Area 51 and then you get on a shuttle and then they take you to this place oh um, and and that is where Bob Lazar cl- claims is the real stuff mm. is where the real stuff was happening is that like the, the gift shop at the little alien <laughs> <laughs> I, you know I, I now remember who you're talking about I, I thought I thought there was some crackpot documentary on Netflix and I thought it was Bob Laser that's what it but is it's, it's that documentary okay, yeah, yeah. okay so that's why I didn't watch it now I'm probably going to go back and watch it because <laughs> now it sounds like sounds like the real deal. So people wonder, like, well, how do you get to work if you work at Area 51? And there actually is a plane that takes off from Las Vegas Airport to shuttle employees really? to and from because you figure with the size of Area 51, you're going to have to have people that do you know a variety of jobs, right? Maintenance work and yeah, stuff like exactly. that. So <clears throat> the plane is actually the call sign for it is Janet, which allegedly stands for Justin another non-existent transport. Oh, that's Which hilarious. I think is kind of cool. That like, is. Even if it doesn't mean that, <laughs> wow. I just like that weird trivia. I honestly, I thought it was like a complex and everybody just lived there, you know, and they just never leave because it's that top secret to like once you're like there, a scientist or like an electrician or food service or whatever, you just live there. And oh, then that's how the like, secret that, is kept. Like, ends up being your job? Like you work at the McDonald's at Area <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's somehow more expensive than the airport McDonald's. <laughs> The ice cream machine is still down. Yeah, like, yeah. But you make the same amount of money you're, that a regular you're, McDonald's. You're, just, you're a waiter at the Area 51 Applebee's. 
<laughs> Man. But if they fire you, they just have to kill you. <laughs> yeah, right. That yeah. Jesus. Like, wow. So that's you scary. just know you have to be really good at your like you better ask every motherfucker <laughs> if they want fries with that. Because wow, if you miss is... one. It's actually not people working at all these places. It's the it's the Greys. They've enslaved the Greys and now they work in the uh Area fifty one um oh. uh, Bennigans. You know how they have like all the automated fast food places now? Yeah. What if those actually did start <laughs> at Area 51 and then someone was like, fuck, we can probably make some money out of this. <laughs> yeah, right. That's a really interesting topic even more just to think about all of what goes on and like who is actually running the stores. With all the like the technology boom, the only picture that I have in my head is like at the end of Breaking Bad when Jesse was chained up and making the meth. Like uh-huh. there's a gray somewhere chained up like making iPhones. <laughs> we know there's 26 species of aliens because right. so we put splits, them all uh, on the hierarchy. <laughs> there's probably like better aliens than others. I'm sure they're not all as superior, more superior than us, of course, but like I'm sure there is, like you said. Well, but like, would they be more superior than, I mean, uh, they'd probably be smarter than us for sure. Yeah. Right. Know, but like mm-hmm. would they be more physically superior than us like i don't know they look weak than me <laughs> <laughs> for sure <laughs> without a doubt <laughs> do more jumping jacks with you and that's one <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. You never see how come in all of my extensive research that I've done about, I've never seen. They've never shown like an obese alien or like high cholesterol. That we know of. Well, that's true. That's why I think. How sad would that be to be like an obese alien? Like that's that's <laughs> gray and blobbish and fucking slow. Like the, they don't make UFOs for you, so you can't travel. Like you have to stay on your home planet all the time. I would imagine it's probably like working for NASA and being an astronaut. You probably have to be in pretty peak physical condition to be a an alien. But then with all their advancements, it's like, wouldn't you think that just everything would get easier and you would just become more out of shape as like you got better at (laughs) maybe with all their advances, they realize that light L I T E and diet are all bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what L I T E. Yeah, I don't know. I guess light is the 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 FDA way of like if something's not actually less bad for you like less calories or whatever they just call it light l-i-t-e because it isn't the same as like l-i-g-h-t like l-i-t-e isn't a word okay so you can pretty much put l-i-t-e on <laughs> any fucking thing right and be like oh i'm gonna get this light cream cheese because it's better for me than this cream cheese in the darker blue container i, I would buy that because it said light yeah. i would see i'm oh, the exactly. person who would fall i know it's that. all bullshit and i still buy that yeah. stuff it just makes me feel better yeah. <laughs> i know i'm picturing like space travel for aliens to be like a bird scooter like you just have an app on your phone <laughs> and you just like rent the scooter by like the minute and you just come to earth you know and you hang out for a little bit and then you go back and you're like holy fuck it cost me $30 to go to earth what the fuck right. <laughs> well you can just go on YouTube and just crack that code and just use it for free so yeah. <laughs> we've already so, worked ways around that did you only go to the two meetings <laughs> yeah so far I have I keep getting uh, the emails to go to other ones but that's like the only one that's really happening in Michigan for whatever they're kind of light on the meetings in Michigan (laughs) and uh, yeah I I, as soon as I uh, see another one hopefully 2020 we'll we'll pick up but there has been some rumblings of like uh, a guest speaker that would be like Dan Aykroyd because he's like the captain or Chairman of Dan the uh, Mufon, uh, the Mufon, Michigan uh, uh, branch. Dan also recently on Joe Rogan. 
Oh, okay. Oh, was he really? Yeah. This is fun, but I feel like I blew my load <laughs> by talking about UFOs with Steven because I don't. That <laughs> was not fun. I was really interested to in any. I kind of don't give a shit about ghosts. I'm like, yeah, you know, probably. You know, like not not interested in um, finding out who who killed JFK. I just believe whatever I'm told. Honestly, <laughs> maybe next week we just let some other uh, people take a stab at it since thomas and dicky like ruined yeah i mean they detroit they, comedy yeah i mean let's ruin their podcast let's just give yeah. this to anybody okay <laughs> then uh we'll do that yeah. yeah sounds like a plan next week a couple other uh schmoes are gonna host the truth cast while thomas and dicky rot in jail yeah well for, you know there was that murder stuff but mostly <laughs> they're gonna rot because of our identity theft. yeah and at, at some point we'll put the uh we'll put their account uh, credentials up on the dark web or something right yeah you can't steal the identity of alex bozanovic and expect to get away with it exactly steven thank you for being here for this i know you have to run over to uh the comedy castle where can we direct people for you uh, i don't really have anything really going on so <laughs> you can find me on uh, instagram at uh, employee of the month and then then uh facebook it's just uh steven Divini. all right if you really so. want to get his attention get four friends get some shiny objects to like fly in the sky and <laughs> yeah move on meetings that's yeah. for sure be the next one that'll be happening in uh, in michigan uh, that's yet to be i don't want to be like one of those guys who like you think is saying like yeah let's totally go and then they don't go but uh <laughs> let me know before a meeting happens and yeah, I, I yeah. might. I get like a three months, a, a three month uh, advance notice. It seems, and uh, so when that happens, I'll let you know in months in advance, and then we can uh, think about it. as long as it's not, you know, Flint is the farthest that I would I don't go know how for a fucking far. Meeting. You think I plan on actually traveling? <laughs> you Flint would be too far. <laughs> yeah, well, surprisingly, it was a quick drive, and you know the the whole. Thing. I, I honestly, I'll do. I will go the distance for uh, for. A a good laugh so uh yeah that that really wasn't too far as soon as i found out it was being held in the attic of a, of a bavarian chicken restaurant i was like yeah, i'm there I'm for, I'm for sure i'm rsvping to this they're very cool about that too alex where can people find you you can find me uh on twitter or instagram that is at Popper Shango and at the Independent Comedy Club every Friday and Saturday. And I am uh, going from floor to floor of my house with a crying baby. Uh, just go to. <laughs> he's a he's a crying baby carrying a crying baby. Yeah. <laughs> go to Canton, Michigan, and listen really closely. And uh, wherever you hear the sounds of a screaming child, I can't be far behind. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been the Truthcast. I guess.